Time to take this submarine back up. Oh, but it's tax season up there, Captain. You know, all that stressing over taxes isn't necessary with Tax Act. How did you get... April here. To remind you that with Tax Act, you're guaranteed your maximum refund while filing for less. Beats being submerged for another month. Hey, Captain? To your stations. We're headed home. Guess I should probably close that window I opened. What? Kidding. Tax Act. Switch to Tax Act today and start for free. See TaxAct.com for details. Time to take this submarine back up. Oh, but it's tax season up there, Captain. You know, all that stressing over taxes isn't necessary with Tax Act. How did you get... April here. To remind you that with Tax Act, you're guaranteed your maximum refund while filing for less. Beats being submerged for another month. Hey, Captain? To your stations. We're headed home. Guess I should probably close that window I opened. What? Kidding. Tax Act. Switch to Tax Act today and start for free. See TaxAct.com for details. Podcast. This is your host, Josh Keeley. With me is always Dominic James. We have a very special guest. You probably heard of him after his explosive pro day, Josh E. Metor Bebe. Did I get it right? Feel free yeah, to make a little right, asshole. Man. All right. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Good. 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 Yeah, dude, we got to talk about that pro day. Six foot two, 215, 46 and a half inch vertical. Bro, are you bummed that you didn't get to set that record at the combine? Uh, I am. I mean, it is what it is, honestly. I mean, I, I'm glad that I was able to do it. And I guess um, it was able to kind of, you know, circulate throughout the media. But it is what it is. I mean, nobody's able to perform at the con- combine either. So it's not like, oh, man, other people were able to go and I wasn't. Like, we're all in the same boat this right. year. But it definitely would have been awesome if I were to be able to display it and, you know, have like a similar to DK Metcalf effect because he's definitely somebody that's inspired me. And I've kind of seen how his career has taken off after his performance at the combine. But I mean, I trust, you know, there's another day for me for me to fully, you know, express everything that's inside. That's great, man. Yeah. And you know, the focus has been on your vertical. I know when you Google the guy's name, boom, a photo of you jumping up shirtless pops up and you're, you're a strapping lad, by the way. Yeah. You know, absolute unit as they say, but you killed it. You ran, well, you ran like a four, four, eight. And then you had what I thought was super impressive you benched 225 24 times, right? I did. And if I'm being honest, not to sound, you know, arrogant or whatever, oh, I honestly bro. could have benched it a lot, a lot more. When we were doing our training, I got it. I think I got it 27 times. And my goal was to beat the record. Damn. You know, my goal was really to beat the record. But, you know, I think I was a little heavier at the time during the training. I was like 222, 223. And I shed a couple of pounds just for like the route running and for my 40. And doing that kind of takes away from the muscle mass and my, you know, ability to kind of have longer muscular endurance when I'm benching and whatnot. So, yeah, uh, it is what it is. I mean, 24 was solid for me, but I mean, I've done more before. So, Well, when it comes to wide receivers, that's a big number. That's a big big boy number. And I don't think a lot of people – for some reason, it's not, it's not coming up like the vertical because your vertical was so explosive, but that's a huge yeah. number. And and you, I'll go ahead and say it. You're an athletic freak, right, Donovan? Wouldn't you categorize him as a freak? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been – Josh don't know this, uh, but <laughs> I was at the opening when you were out there in Oregon. So oh, if, really? if you – I follow high school football recruiting. That's what I do. 
Um, I've been known this for a while, man. He's been he's one of the still one of the most athletic people ever to yeah. to p- compete at the opening, and then to translate it and keep that same athleticism. You posted a forty-seven point one inch vertical, I think, at in Oregon, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, that's what. But so, I mean, it's just been, yeah, he's been a viral sensation, been a free athlete. So, and, and Paul, Powerball, tall, shuttle run, all that stuff, man. Just one of the yeah. Best. I mean, you, you check you check a ton of boxes physically off the field. You, you're you've been absolutely you're awesome. Have a great personality. You're a leader at Illinois. You know you you changed the you were a huge reason that the culture changed there. I mean, you know Illinois. I don't want to call them a joke, but before you got there, they weren't beating Wisconsin. That wasn't something that you regularly see. You know they were that offense was pretty explosive with you and your the gang of transfers that came in. You dealt with some adversity, which scouts like to see, right? You, you know at, at USC was. I'm sure that wasn't the most pleasant of situations. That's why you transferred to Illinois. You know, you really check a lot of the boxes on and off the field. So what what's your weakness? What do we what's the what do you need to work on? Um, something that I wanted to work on more so than anything else was just becoming like a more complete receiver. Um and I'd say that that's something that was, I guess, hard to kind of really express um, just because we ran like a different offense. Our offense was more so spread and, you know, we had a lot of RPOs, so we didn't really run like the full route tree. So if you look at my highlights, like I'm either running a hitch or like I'm running a fade, basically, because I was the backside receiver. And if he's pressed, I'd run a fade. If he was off, I'd run a hitch. And that's just kind of how it was. So I didn't necessarily didn't get to show, I guess, um, how how versatile I can be in terms of um, the routes that I can run and if I can run in the slot or if I could be in the backfield. So, yeah, I, I just feel like maybe just the whole route tree. But, again, like I said, that wasn't really called upon for me to do in my time at Illinois. Um, so, yeah, um, I guess it's something that's going to be a point of emphasis just because I know pro offense call you to be able to run the whole route tree, you know. So that's definitely something that um, I feel like I need to, you know, put a lot of more time and attention into. And is that something you're doing currently? I mean, how do you do that oh, in the age of COVID? Yeah, I mean, it's just nothing, something that's like anything that's extremely difficult, really. I mean, it's just really honestly learning how to sink your hips, right? Sinking your hips and getting out in as few steps as possible, right? Sinking your hips, having forward body lean, which allows you to kind of have the, lo- the nose overtone, which allows you to decelerate quickly and then re-accelerate as you're coming back to the ball. Um, it's just like a movement that you train. But if you're not training the movement, then you're not going to be necessarily efficient at it, you know. So, yeah, just kind of practicing that. I practice it probably every day, right, just just the steps so that it becomes muscle memory. And then, like, when I do do it, it's it's more smooth and it's more efficient. And you obviously, you know, were the leader in the Illinois clubhouse in many statistical categories with receiving yards. With the NCAA granting that extra year, was there? Did that thought ever cross your mind, or you knew one hundred percent? Nah, it's time for me to go. Yeah, I just, I just felt like I couldn't come back a sixth year personally for me, and um, I mean, I, I had a pretty good feeling that like my athleticism would surface and it, it make it put me back and kind of to like the picture, and it's not optimal because obviously like, I would have liked to had a better season. There was a lot of stuff that we had to overcome this year with COVID a lot. You know, our quarterback getting COVID, our starting quarterback got COVID the second game mm-hmm. of the season. And, you know, Big Ten rules, you know, you have to be out for 21 days. So he, he missed the next three games. So I didn't really see him back till game five, you know. And by that time, our, our team was really kind of struggling and the morale was low. And, 
you know, he came back in the first game. He came back. We won and I played pretty well. And then we won another game, you know, versus or did we win versus Iowa? No, we lost versus Iowa, but I had a pretty good game then. And then the next game got canceled because Ohio State had too many positives. And, you know, then the game after that, it was a like our rainy game versus versus Northwestern. And, you know, it was raining and it was cold. It just wasn't mm-hmm. optimal conditions for me. So just it was this it was and I'm not even someone to make excuses just because like I'm a guy. I really believe like if there's a will, there's a way. Um, but again, like I said, it wasn't, it just was a very, very hard season for, for us and for me personally to really show exactly what it is I can do. So, I mean, just knowing all that, considering all that, I know that that wasn't me and that, I mean, I haven't played my best football yet and I'm definitely willing to, you know, take a chance and know that like, again, the, the cream rises to the top. So I'm not really worried about any anything about like oh, when when they think they'll get drafted or, or any of those things i'm just honestly just ready to take advantage of the next opportunity that i have so absolutely you mentioned the iowa game i i vaguely remember that because you had two passes back to back where the defender was basically draped all over you I, I don't know what your statistics were but i just remember those plays sticking out would you say that that's probably your best game of the past year or was there a, is there a specific mm. memory or moment that pops out this past year, I played really well versus Northwestern, believe it or not. We just didn't throw it again. Like, I played really well versus Northwestern. I played well versus um, versus Nebraska. Um, I played pretty well versus Minnesota. I played well versus Purdue. Again, like I said, like I, if you turn on the tape, like I played well, but we just weren't like throwing the ball, especially the time during when my uh, the starting quarterback was, was out. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. I guess you just have to watch the film to really, I guess, evaluate my performance. Yeah, and you, when I'm talking to you, you seem very confident about your ability, which is absolutely great. I know that's something that, as a receiver you need to have. Um, the Browns obviously have a very solid receiving core, uh, you know, with OBJ, Jarvis Landry, Rashard Higgins, uh, Donald Peoples-Jones, but they do lack an explosive element. And I don't think that that's a secret. So do you, would you feel comfortable jumping in there? Do you think that that's a good fit? I mean, what, what would be – would that be an ideal situation for you? Would be in Cleveland? I don't know what an ideal situation would be. I mean, I, it'd be it'd be great to be on any NFL roster. Truly, like I feel like it's a blessing. I, so, like, I don't have the luxury. <laughs> truly, yeah, right. Like I don't have the luxury of choosing which team I want to go to. Like I'm about to be a rookie next year. I'm not about to come in like I have all 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 the eggs, right? Like I'm I'm the one in control. And, I mean, look, I bet to differ. I think that Donovan Peoples Jones is extremely explosive. I mean, he tested out the waters like. He had a 44 and a half vertical. He was 11 7 on his broad jump, and they're in a 4 4 2, you know, and he's a pretty big receiver, you know. So they do have an explosive element, and I think that he'll oh, be stepping okay. into his own this next season just because that's that's just who he is. And I know Donovan, like when I was at the opening, Donovan was at the opening, right? Yeah. But, and, no, and he won I remember the Spark that. Challenge. You got, yeah, he, won he won the won Spark. It. So he actually, <laughs> so he actually won the Spark Challenge. And I mean, yeah, he won the Spark Challenge, and he was a junior, and every, all of us were about to be seniors and he doesn't have to be a junior like he came to the opening twice like our year and then the next year like he's that good right so yeah i mean look like i like i said i'll be blessed to be able to play for any nfl roster anybody that needs me and sees my value and, and wants to uh help me bring out my potential i feel like is the team for me that's fair. That's a fair question. Before I hand you off to uh, Donovan, you, I, I heard in a previous podcast, or I think it was on the Big Ten Network, that you and your brother like to slam on the Marvel movies. Is that like your go-to? Oh, 1,000%. 
I'm glad <laughs> that you brought that up. Honestly, like that's literally. Oh, really? Marvel okay. Universe. It's the best. It's the best to me. Like I'll never get tired of watching it. And I don't know. Like I like to watch movies with subtitles just because it's like reading a book. But at the same time, you read a book, but you have the visual image. You don't have to try to imagine what's going on. Like you see what's going on. That's when you awesome. watch movies with subtitles, right? It just it just adds another dimension to the movie, another dimension of understanding. And I started doing that with the Marvel, and it's just genius. It's just, just genius created. Honestly, they're all intertwined perfectly. And yeah, those it's just like my favorite movie series to watch. Truly. So, so do you watch? Do you watch Wandavision too? Like, do you get into the comic books and the D, the Disney Plus shows too, or? Uh, I mean, I, I probably, I probably should. If I'm saying that I like it as much, but I have not. No, um, I haven't. No, I haven't really gotten into into the comics. Um, what about you? You don't yeah, watch Wandavision so, either. I don't. I don't know what Wandavision is. What is Wandavision? It's the it's the, it's the new Disney it's Plus good. show with uh, the Scarlet Witch and Vision. Yeah, yeah, you know how he dies. She brings him back to life. And blah, it's blah, good. Blah, blah, blah. It's all right. Oh, really? Okay, no. I have no. I have no. It's more than all right. What's your What's your go What's your go to? Who's your favorite? <laughs> Iron Man, without a question. Tony Stark. Honestly, oh yeah. Robert Downey. Robert Downey Jr. Period. Like he's probably my favorite actor. Like he's really brilliant. He's brilliant. Yeah, he's brilliant, and he's just seamlessly like he's just he's so brilliant. I love the persona of Tony Stark, and I mean he was born in April, just like I was born in April, and. We both have the E N F P personality type, and he, he's just an awesome guy. I just love the way he communicates, and he's very effective, and he's a leader, and he just has this just contagious energy that he brings into every situation. Uh, yeah, I love him in Iron Man. I love him in the Sherlock Holmes. I just think he's brilliant. Truly, I do. Damn. Okay. Yeah. All right. So if you if you were a Marvel superhero, that'd be the one. You'd be Iron Man. Uh... Superhero, I think you'd be the coolest one to be just because he's. I mean, look, he even says in the movie, like, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist, like, that's who he is. Like, he lives <laughs> and he's a genius, right? You know what I mean? Like, and he's a genius, you know what I mean? Like, he created the suits. You see what I'm saying? The suits can do anything. Like, he has Jarvis that can that's communicate fair. and tell it's like Siri on steroids, right? Like, he, he literally <laughs> has it can suit truly. Like, it's just honestly a marvel to me. And he's he has so much money. Like, it's just, I love his life. It's just so awesome to me. So, <laughs> all right, okay, I'll I'll remember that. I'll put that down. Donovan, you want to you want to steer it back to football and ask some questions you got? Well, I got some different outside the box football questions. That's how I am. I kind of want to take it back. Josh went, you know, forward. He was talking about fighting a lot, and I I want to take it back, way back, man. In Northwood, at high school. Uh, sure, yeah, come on. Got, come I on, mean, buddy. like I said, I, I I'm fr- I didn't go to high school in Georgia. In high school, in California, that's where I'm from. But I, I lived a lot, long life in Georgia, seven years there. I know I cover high school football in Georgia. Uh, North Gwinnett's got some studs, man. Your brother, Daniel, who's great, man. Uh, I had a friend interview Daniel back in the day, uh, K-State, just not too long ago. You, Juwan James, Mitch Hyatt, Jarrett Cook um, on the football side. CJ Uzma. Uh, I mean, you got Ephraim Ephra- Ephra- Morales. Yeah, I mean, they played the Charlie Blackman. Ephraim Morales, yeah. Yeah, who's the most athletic, though, from North Gwinnett? Because you guys got super athletes. Charlie Blackman is one of my favorite baseball players. So if you want to say oh, him, that's yeah. fine. Charlie's good, but if you yeah. say yourself, that's cool who, too. Or Dan, your brother. Who's the most athletic? <laughs> <laughs> right. Who's, uh, who's, yeah, who's, who's the most athletic? athletic? Gosh, dude, that's a great question from North Gwinnett. Uh, that's a great question. I didn't even mention Blake Wood too, um, who plays yeah. baseball now for the Angels. I believe. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, who has the biggest name? I guess you could say Jared Cook has the biggest name. Um, that's fair. Like, like someone who can't like who I really looked up to at my time. There, his name was Nate Brown. He he went to Missouri, and he was literally. Like, I wanted to be just like him. And um, I feel like in life, it's always in, like in your as you're chasing your dreams, it's always important to find people to kind of catch, like people who are are at places that you want to be at. So at high school, in the high school level, it was uh, Nate Brown for me, right? Because my sophomore year was his senior year, and he was receiver of the year. He had 22 touchdowns. Um, he, you know, he had, I think, like 30 offers or whatever, and he was a four-star recruit and all these things. And I was just like, I just saw him, and I saw success, right? And I wanted everything that he wanted, that he had. So everything he'd do, I tried to do. So I'd say for me, somebody that really inspired me uh, would probably have been Nate Brown. So, yeah. Okay, Nate Brown. I'll take that. All right. Mm -hmm. And kind of moving forward from that, obviously your time at LA at SC uh, with Coach Clay Helton, Coach T. Martin, all those guys. You played on one of the more talented teams um, at USC past decade, I would say. I mean, I follow every – I watch every USC game, man. All the spring games. I went out there a couple years. Uh, Sadly, lost to Josh's Ohio State Buckeyes, though. That year, I remember uh, Sam Darnold's uh, last game. And, you know, you were just in the receiving core with Trevon Sidney, Tyler Vons, Yante Burnett, Michael Pittman, Stephen Mitchell. I mean, just it's insane, man. That, that Juju, Juju Smith. Juju, Juju yeah. Smith. I didn't even miss him. He's a Dory on offense. He was a Dory on offense a couple yeah. of times. Yeah, no. Ronald I'd Jones. say that my freshman year. Ronald Jones. Look, yeah, when we man. played Penn how, State, how like we played Penn State. It was incredible. Like, like I said, like most of those guys, a lot of those guys, you know, ended up playing in the league or getting shot in the league. Uh, I think my freshman year, we had 14 guys sign on NFL rosters um, that Damn. that year, and it was crazy. Like I said, it was probably the most talented um, team that SC has had in a, in a while. And I remember when we played Penn State, literally, the just the guys that were on the field at the time. So even us and Penn State, right? So you had Rojo at, at running back. You had. Sam Darnold at quarterback, you had Judy Smith-Schuster at receiver, you know, on our side. And then um, on their side on offense, you had obviously Saquon Barkley, Chris Godwin, you know, and then, you know, the guys that were younger that weren't playing, you had like myself, Michael Pittman, you know, my brother was starting at the time, you know, it, it, Carrie, Carrie Angeline, who's a starter, he was a really good player, for, he transferred to North Carolina State, probably going to be a, a a day two draft pick really really good six foot seven just tons of talent like all over the field a lot of young guys so yeah it was a really really talented roster we had at sc how was it like being in that receiver room with those guys though man like and then t martin is your receiver coach like i mean that's just because he's a legend too in his own right you know yes so how was it yeah it was honestly it was great it was it was really i say it was really competitive and I, i definitely feel like we brought out the best in each other like everybody was an alpha male like we had five receivers in my class right me Trayvon Sidney, uh, Bayless Jones, Tyler Vons, and Michael Pittman. And all of us were so – I was, I think I was regarded at the time as the number one, give or take, receiver in the state. Me and Kyle Davis at the time. Like, it depends yep. on the site that you looked at. Yeah. Bayless Jones <laughs> was the number one receiver in Alabama. Uh, Tyler Vons was the number one receiver in California. And then uh, Michael Pittman was the number one athlete in California. And Trayvon Sidney was the number two athlete in California. You know, so it's just like we all felt like we were going to go and just take it by storm, you know, and bringing that at first it was it was pretty combative, pretty basic, like nobody really wanted to give in to anybody. But after we all redshirted, everybody except for my Pittman redshirted, you know, because, I mean, he was playing special teams early on and stuff like that and found a way to, you know, to to be on the field. But 
um yeah uh, until that like everybody was kind of butt heads and there was a lot there was so much there was a lot of what i'd call a power struggle so but yeah we ended up learning right. to work together and making each other better and yeah it was a great experience that's and, awesome that that's really cool that you refer yeah. to that 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 aura of that room is like out full of alpha males and how you were able to handle that that that's that's pretty cool that you're able to explain that experience and how it started out, you know, huh, and then it ended up being such an awesome thing where everybody meshed. That's, that was really cool explanation for that. Sorry, you can go yeah, on. Yeah, no, that. no, I know you're good. I that that is a good explanation. I had to ask that. And uh, another thing, the last thing I asked about SC um, before I move on to my last question is, I mean, because I I wanted to ask that because I interviewed Matt Fink before. What kind of relationship did you build with Matt Fink and Jack Sears and those oh, guys behind Sam? Because I know you play. Yeah, I mean, you. I know you're really close with Fink and Sears. I'm sure. Yeah, I was really close with Fink. Sears was cool. I was a lot, a lot closer with Maddie though, because Maddie was in my class, and we, it only yeah. me and him, me him, so me him, Michael Pittman, and Wola. I don't know if you know who Wola Batiku is, but Wola yep. Batiku, we all graduated early, right? So we knew each Wola's other before like, the whole class came in. Yeah, so yeah, me, Matt, <laughs> me, Maddie, and, and Mike were really close with each other. I love Matt, man, and uh, yeah, he's he's just a guy. I love the guy. So yeah, I was happy to see him. You know when you know. Uh, Keaton went down for a couple of games and Matt had a chance to come in and play. That was really special because he works hard, man. He's, you know, he, he loves the program. He's been there for a while and he's put in the work. So it was cool seeing that. Um, last thing I had to ask is just moving on to last season. Like Josh was talking about Illinois. Um, you talked about Brandon Peters going down. Um, Brandon Peters, someone, again, I saw uh, covering high school football, Elite 11. Also Isaiah Williams. So um, I know Isaiah was a young guy, more athletic receiver. How was it kind of, I mean, it's totally different day and night with Brandon Peters and Isaiah Williams at quarterback, I'm sure, right? Like not to. Uh, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. I feel like just the game plan was a little bit different. Like, um, I feel like Brandon was more, he's more of a pure pocket, like passer, right? Like that's, that's kind of his forte. And Isaiah's right. a playmaker, right? The guy makes yeah. plays with his feet. Like we, we, we call him like a mini Kyler Murray because he's so explosive and he's so elusive, right? You know, he, he, he just knows how to make plays, right? Like his, that's his, that's his, his, his staple. That's the main thing that he, he's able to do well is to make plays like when he can't find his first read or the pocket breaks down, he's able to get first downs seamlessly, you know? Whereas Brandon is more, I'm poised back there, one, two, three, throw, like more like of a quarterback, a pocket, a, a pro style quarterback that you would expect. That's where they differ. They both offer value, but just one is is more so in the passing realm. Right. And I didn't even mention Koran. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Koran. Yeah, CT. CT Koran Taylor. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah. And yeah, him, him as well. So what do you think going forward with the program, both programs? I mean, it seems like you have no ill will towards SC. Um, everything is just you wanted to, you know, you got your master's at Illinois and everything worked out for you. I feel like um, obviously COVID didn't work out for any player in particular. I mean, I guess mm-hmm. unless you went to Alabama or Ohio State, <laughs> schools right, like that right. or whatever. But sure. I mean, I mean, Illinois going forward, new coach, uh, USC. Clay Hilton coming back. Keaton looking pretty good last year. What do you look? Uh, you're gonna look forward to those for this, those two programs. Like, what do you look forward to for those two programs? Um, just to continue on the upward ascension that they're both on. I feel like USC is getting back. Like we had that one or those two, I'd say, two really good years when Sammy was there, his redshirt freshman year and his redshirt sophomore year, and then then we had the five and seven season, right, where a lot of staff got fired, and then they had um the season before this last season you know where they went i think like nine and five or something like that or nine and six and you know now their recruiting class is starting to get better and stuff like that and i think the same thing for illinois like you know i know last year was 
terrible. It was a nightmare for all of us. And but you know, um, uh, I guess they decided to clean house. The administration decided to clean house. And I hired uh, Brett Bielma, and Brett Bielma, like I've been around, and the energy is awesome, and the guys love playing. And you know, I feel like they're gonna they're gonna do some good things, and I think they'll upset some some people, and you know, make a lot of noise this year. So yeah. I think that the future is bright for, for for both of those teams, and yeah, I wish them nothing but the best. Yeah, uh, Bielema doesn't have that sweet, okay. sweet Lovey Smith beard. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Santa Claus beard. Yeah, no, oh, say, yeah, no. that's true. Yeah, yeah no. all right. <laughs> thought, thought that would get him another year. Damn it! Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm excited for Brett Bielema. I'm excited for Clay. I mean, obviously with Keaton and and what they have come back with recruiting class, like you said, they really played really well last year. At the end of the season, it didn't work out the way it should have um, for USC. But I mean, I'm excited for both programs going forward. But thank you, Josh. I appreciate it, man. A lot of questions yeah. I know I threw at you, kind of some old school ones going back home to Georgia. But <laughs> by the way, shout out to your your mother's cool. She followed me on Twitter, dude. I guess she saw the tweet. She, I tweeted you so many times. She probably was like, "Why is this dude is talking, right? talking to my son?" <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I, dude, I actually your mom your mom did an interview on the Big Ten Network. Where she was talking about Ed, I think when she talked about Ed Ordron, completely butchered yeah. her name. Dude, yeah. all I could do was envision Ed. <laughs> I know she said that. I started to laugh. Of course, yeah. Ed Ordron did, right? Because her, her name's yeah. Izzy, and he was calling her Fizzy. Is that right? No, her name is Zizi. His name is Zizi. Her name is Zizi, and but, he was calling her Fizzy, like F I Z I. And he said it was oh. just, in such confidence. Nobody said anything, she's... right? Like we were just happy that he was talking to us. You know, like we didn't say anything, man. Honestly. <laughs> Dude, that's right. awesome. I, I just I love Ed Orgeron stories. Yeah. Um, before you go, we got a couple more minutes left. So who was your favorite football player growing up? Growing up, I mean, growing up, I played basketball, honestly. Like basketball was really like what I what I did like as a kid, like honestly. Elementary oh, school, okay. school. Up until really the tenth grade, I didn't really start taking football seriously. So that's when I really started looking into college more so than the NFL. And then when I was in um college then i started to look more into nfl players but i said mark cooper probably i'm mark cooper and Sammy Walker really my two favorites yeah my two favorite um the players in college and i i don't know like i just admired everything that they did the way they ran the route especially mark cooper i feel like he's the most complete receiver and truly i feel like he's the most underrated receiver in the league right now because he could do it all right and people you know i don't know why they always find something to say but he can run routes he has great releases he has great hands he's fast he's twitchy I don't know what else you want, right? Um, but, yeah, in my opinion, like I said, yeah, he's somebody that I really looked up to when I started to take the game of football seriously after making the transition to basketball. And, yeah, uh, he's, I still, still honestly is my favorite, you know, receiver. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. That's a, that's a very interesting answer. You know, the Sammy Watkins doesn't really surprise me. I was uh, we, We've talked to people that played against Sammy Watkins, Bradley Roby specifically. Uh, whenever you ask him, like, hey, who's the best player you played against? This is a long time ago, but – Immediately, as soon as he, as soon as you open your mouth, it's like Bradley Roby or uh, Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. He'll he'll admit Sammy Watkins worked him like a rodeo clown back in the bowl game. So yeah, I, I definitely see that athleticism. Yeah. Who is that? Or is that someone you com- yeah. you would compare yourself to? Those two guys, or is there someone that maybe better fits your mold that you see? Or what's a good comparison for you? What would you say? This thing is what? acting up. Who's, Hold on. who's a good comparison for you? Who would you compare yourself to? I don't know. It's, it's like really choppy right now. Oh! 
don't know what's going on, bro. Oh, okay, yeah, it was it was fr- it was frozen for a while. Yeah, wait, you're good now though. Yeah, you're good. Problem he is, just, he just, yeah, he just asked you. Uh, Let me see. I don't know. Okay, yeah, I don't know. It might be on our end. I don't know. He asked you what receiver you compare yourself. To, what compare yourself to though? Uh, if you could. Yeah, it's still. Jo- Josh is losing connection with those right, people. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, you're better. Okay, cool, cool. I was saying, uh, yeah, who would you compare yourself to? Compare myself to? I feel like I'm a pretty smooth mixture between uh, DK and AJ. And these are guys that I've played with and I've seen up close and personal. I feel like I have the explosiveness. Of, well, they're both explosive, but in terms of like power, like, like, just brute power explosion, I'd say I have that of of AJ and in terms of just athletic ability. Um, I'd say I have a little bit of that from DK. And I'm my own person too. Um, but I definitely would say that I have similar playing styles to both of them in terms of how like I approach the game. I like that. I like yeah. that. I'm digging the confidence. I'm really digging the confidence. Um have you do you do you have any expectations on where you expect to get picked round wise or you know day wise? Nah, just kind of let the I chips like, fall. No, nah, not even let the chips fall. Like honestly, that stuff doesn't really like matter per se. I mean, it matters obviously like to the media, and I guess money is tied. But when you get there, like you still have to like perform. Like for me, I, like I don't really care when or where I get drafted to. I just want to get there. Like again, like my goal isn't to make a certain amount of money. My goal is to really like express what's inside me, express greatness. Right? Like that's what I want, and like. Again, like that, that, like that. That's what will satisfy me. I'm not satisfied, even when I broke the record. That doesn't satisfy me because I know that again, there's more to me that needs to be brought out. Like, so, like I said, like there's nothing that I like. I'm really looking to specifically. I just want to get locked in, grind, and then allow that like the fruits of my labor to start coming forth. Um, so yeah, that's that's really what's on my mind. Damn, that's a did you, you if you can't make it. Which I'm sure you will. Which I'm sure you will. But you could be a motivational speaker for sure, dude. For <laughs> uh, sure. But uh, I, I, appreciate I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you coming on the show. I appreciate you joining us. Um, is there anything else you want to mention before we we end this thing? Um. Nah, I just want to thank you guys for having me on the show. <laughs> I, um, truly, yeah, I I, pre- I, th- I appreciate it. Uh, thank you guys for the great questions. And yeah, I wish you know. You guys, the best um, as you know, uh, we we both go on. So yeah, yeah. Wish you the best. I'll, I'll, I'll put you on my Madden team, man. Uh, <laughs> when, I, when, you're, when you're on the game, I got to get some athleticism on my dynasty team. So I'll put you on uh, some draft picks. So I know you're uh, on the. If you're on the awesome. sticks, if you're on the sticks, man, let me know. I don't know if you're Xbox guy. I just picked up. I'm one. a I'm a play I'm a PlayStation guy, but I play FIFA. Oh, yeah, I play yeah, a lot yeah. of FIFA. I play FIFA. And I play Modern Warfare. Those are the two. Okay, games that I dope. Play. I love Modern so, Warfare too. All right, man. All right. So do you do you want to tell everybody where they can follow you? If you don't know, he's really into Culver. So if you want to DM him some Culver's gift cards, I'm sure he'd love that. Do it. <laughs> I would love that. Would love that. And I'll and I'll Where call can... you back or I'll sign something for you or whatever. Yeah, DM me some Culver's gift cards. What else do I like? Uh, I like, I like, yeah, uh, okay. I like Garrett's popcorn. I don't know where these fans are at, but Garrett's popcorn is pretty big here in Illinois and Chicago. Um, yeah, I can't really think of anything else, but yeah, follow me on Waffle Instagram House. if you want to. A Waffle House <laughs> is good, but um, but follow me on Instagram if you want to at Josh Bebe and follow me on Twitter at the same username and handle. So yeah, 
Of course, of course, big play, baby. Wants people to follow him on Instagram and see all those uh, shirtless pics. I used to be ripped too, Josh. But uh, this was the Brownswire podcast. This is Josh Keeley, Donovan Jameson. We are out. Have a good night, man. Springfield. I've been very open about my own battles with mental illness, so it was only natural that I team up with Cal Hope. If you're dealing with stress or anxiety or just need some help, Cal Hope is here for all Californians with free mental health resources to help you navigate this uncertain time. Go to calhope.org to live chat or call their warm line at 1 833 317 H O P E.